Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies, we have a very special guest with us today for this episode. We are chatting with Kathleen Cameron, who, if you haven't heard about her, you're going to hear a lot because I feel like she's just blowing up in a big, good way. So she is a success coach, manifestation queen, which I want to get a lot into that, but a seven-figure entrepreneur, you name it, she's probably done it or has a lot of great tips on how to. So super excited to dive into what she's been doing to create a business that within 18 months has hit seven and a half million dollars in revenue. So let me repeat, seven and a half million in revenue in 18 months. So if you're listening, you're in business, you want to grow your business, you're working on something, I would, uh, listen to this if you're driving or listen to it again, stop so you can take some notes. So, so Kathleen, thanks so much for, for taking time to be with us. Oh my gosh. My absolute pleasure. I totally, totally remember Rachel now from an event we spoke at with the books in behind her. And at the time my book was just about to come out and well, it just came out last week, but now I have mine behind me too. Becoming the one. Yes. I love that. Congrats on that. When did that book that I I see now too, you were a bestselling author as well. You just have a thousand things to say because there's so many things you've done. That's a great thing. I know the book just came out literally one week ago. Okay. um, International bestseller the first day that it came out. Amazing. Congrats. Congrats Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, let's start with that. What's your book about? Is it about everything that we're going to talk about today too? Kind of like become, okay, perfect. Yeah. So, so basically what I did was a lot of people kind of ask me like, what, what on earth happened to you? And it was like, you know, I got really super inspired. I started studying myself and I created like, it's one huge quantum leap, but it's more like 10 in a row, just keep coming. So Um, I just literally stopped for a second, reflected back and just put it all down on paper. What I did, how I changed, what were the the things that made all the difference. Okay. And so it's, it's short and sweet, but it literally explains the quantum leap. That's my style though. Short and sweet. Yeah. Sometimes I read these long books and I'm like, wait, I forget what they said back in chapter one. Oh yeah. I know. I love a good short book. Yes. Same. So, okay. Well, great. So, so let's dig, like go back to the beginning, I guess, as far as like, wh- like, what were you doing? And then were you always, you weren't always, you know, a seven figure entrepreneur, right? So you had to start somewhere. Yeah. What, what led into you having this drive? And then once you had that decision made that you wanted to go down and create your own business led to that massive success. Yeah. So I am a registered nurse by background. So I went to university and I got a degree, a Bachelor of Arts, non-specific, just psychology and sociology. And I got out, like the only job I could get was in a bank selling insurance. And I was like, yeah, no, this isn't for me. So I went back to school to become a nurse. And, you know, a lot of the reasons why I became a nurse was what other people said about it. You know, there's always going to be a need for nurses. You travel the world and you get paid a pretty hefty uh, income. And so I had, I was programmed to believe that $100,000 a year income was good. And if I could do that, then I was successful. Uh, so that's the, the path that I took. But I have, I had this thing within me that kept showing up. It was like, okay, well, I want to be promoted. I want to be a manager. And then I want to be a director. And then, well, I want to get a master's degree and then maybe a PhD. So I, I did all the things. Didn't do the PhD, but thought about it. And so there was always this desire for more. There was always this striving 
for something more. And I didn't really understand what that was at the time, but I just knew that I was a high achiever, maybe a keener. Uh, And then I got into network marketing, actually. And I started spending time with women who were working for themselves, by themselves, working from home, you know, and making similar money to what I was doing. And I was like, going to work 14 hours a day, commuting, stressed out, sitting in meetings all day. And I just thought, this is interesting. Maybe there's a different way. So it gave me the little vision of what's possible. So I built my network marketing business up, stopped nursing. The funny thing is, though, is that I built the one up to the exact same income that I was making as a nurse. And so I was in the same spot financially, but I was doing something I was more aligned with. And then I one day had this feeling like, okay, like something's got to change because I really, really want to do more. I want to achieve more. I want to be able to have different experiences and maybe do things instead of doing the ordinary things every day. I want to do something a little bit extraordinary. So just as I started thinking that way, I hopped onto a training one day, a free training online mindset training. And I met this woman who was a Bob Proctor consultant. And so she worked with Bob Proctor, who is uh, one of the OGs of personal growth and development in the movie, The Secret. And I started studying his material with her. And within three months, I said, this is it. This is my next level. Like I, I was teaching it to every single person that I, that would listen to me, Uh, my network marketing team, friends and family. I started manifesting a lot of good stuff into my life, uh, business relationships, fun things. Um, And I started to really tap into that. So I officially decided, okay, I'm going to become a coach with Bob as well, launched my business last January. And then here we are 18 months later, and I'm his number one North American coach and um, bringing in seven, we brought in about 7.5 million in revenue with my Diamond Academy team. Uh, And we're just about to have another leap. I, I feel it right now. So super, super blessed. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Amazing story. And, and you know, it, it, we've talked about this many times on our podcast as well as, you know, following the the pursuit of what we feel is what others want us to, to lead, right? And so we do all the checking the boxes and going through the motions. And, but we know that when we're so in tune with who we are, we have that innate calling for something more. And that's kind of, you know, we I think we all feel it. And it's just about what is that more? And so what, what were kind of some of the things that stood in your way that, you know, you have this security in the nursing and then you had this financial security with your network marketing during these transitions and these leaps, what were you thinking? Like all the, you know, like the fears, the worries, the doubts, like I'm sure they came up, right? So what were some of those that possibly, you know, maybe our listeners are, are struggling with as well? Yeah. Well, it's really interesting because before I started setting this material and really tapping into my personal power, I can actually recognize a lot of very, very limiting beliefs. And they were all things that had been told to me over the course of my life. And by one by one, removing those limiting beliefs, I was able to really, really like jut myself forward. So Immediately, the first thing I think of is body image. So that was a huge, massive change for me. I started gaining weight at a very young age. I was a young girl, very impressionable. I was probably seven or eight. And I did not know that the body that I had that had been changing and growing was different until people started to tell me, you know, people start to tell you, oh, well, you maybe shouldn't eat that dessert. All the other kids can have that dessert, but you shouldn't have it. 
and, you know, wanting to hide my body and swim with a t-shirt on, like it started young and it just perpetuated until I was 36 years old. It was this constant quest to change my body because the message was, if you want to achieve success, if you want to be like the models in the magazines or the CEOs of the corporations or the movie actresses or the uh, personal growth and development success coaches, you need to have a thinner, beautiful body. You need to wear the business suits and have the beautiful hair and makeup. And, and, you know, you should be exercising every day and all these types of things. So that right there was such a limiting belief for me because I kept trying to aspire to meet that standard, but nothing was changing inside. So I would drop the weight. I'd feel really good because I got all this great, you're amazing. Congratulations. You're an inspiration. And then something happens, you gain the weight back. And again, the shame and the guilt comes. So studying this material, actually, that's one of the first beliefs that I shifted was, okay, hold up. Let me find other women out there that are curvy, that are plus size, that are achieving massive success. And let's prove this crap wrong. And so now I get to be uh, one of the women that's out there that I'm super, super proud of the fact that um, I have a more voluptuous body and I'm proud of it and I'm successful. And so the common theme I get from women now is like, you know, Kathleen, I really thought that I had to like lose weight before I launched my business, but you've really shown me that that's not true. So that's a huge limiting belief that I had, but another one was about what success means. And so we should be grateful for living a good life. We should be grateful for what we have. We should be happy that we have a home, uh, that we have a business, that we have a little bit of extra money to spend. That's good enough. You shouldn't want more. That limited me too. What about the people in the world that have this extraordinary success? They have more money than they know to do, do with, who have multiple homes all over the world who travel around and experience the finer luxuries and the conveniences of life. Why is it that we should feel bad if we want that? Why is it that wanting that is a bad thing? And so I really started to examine that and I started to connect with these types of people that have achieved these things. They weren't, most oftentimes are not born into it. It's a decision. It's, it's a frequency that they've, uh, they've wanted to operate on. And I started to look at the, uh, those type of people and I thought, you know what, they were willing to be brave. They were willing to be courageous and go after what they wanted and kind of defy the odds. And now they help more people than any of us combined will ever be able to help. You know, the most of the donations, non-profit organizations, the charities, the foundations come from some of the wealthiest people in the world. So I just had to shift my belief around what it means to be wealthy, what it means to be successful, and to truly step into a whole new level. Wow. Yeah. And I feel like this is completely on the on this wavelength that I'm on right now. And kind of, you know, when we talked about like this quantum jumping and quantum leaping and manifesting and just really letting go of those limiting beliefs, it's like when you're on that verge of knowing that there's more, that's something where you really have to hit that head on and say, you know, I have to face that before I can overcome that hurdle. So I love that. Th I mean, this entire interview is really aligned with everything that I'm literally going through in my life. So talk about the, you know, the coincidences, right? But I don't believe in coincidence. So I believe that everything was you meant to be. You manifested Kathleen onto this. I really, I, I really think I did. Yes. <laughs> you hear this, this message. This is amazing. Um, 
And, and so empowering because like I said, when, when women are, are facing that and we have that soul's calling, it's, it's, we can't deny it. We can't shut it down because there's absolutely no reason to feel guilt or shame around desiring more. And it doesn't mean that you're not grateful for what you have. It's just that you can still be content and still desire more and following those desires. And I, I love that you did exactly that. Yeah. And I think sometimes it also comes from a feeling that maybe it's selfish like to want more, to desire more, to actually be bringing more money into your life and finer things feel selfish. Um, but the true, the truth of the matter is, it is probably one of the least selfish things you can do because in pursuing more wealth, more success in your business, you're, you, without a shadow of a doubt, help more people. So the only way that you make more money is when you help more people, when you express your energy fully where you can make um, a bigger, more positive impact on the world. So it's never about us. It's about those that we help. And so if you come from that authentic energy, it's inevitable that you'll grow. Yeah. So could you talk about, cause I know you talk a lot about manifestation. That's your jam right? Bring in this energies and that kind of stuff. So just for people listening to sometimes, would you kind of like, what, what, what would you say is like the biggest objection or, cause some people might think like, oh, I just stick a picture of a boat on my wall and then I get it. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like that, that very thin level. So like when you say like manifesting and, and that energy and that kind of stuff, could you say what it's not and what it is? <laughs> yeah. Well, the beautiful thing is there is so much power in understanding. So those yeah. that are skeptical, mm-hmm. uh, those that really, really think that this is like woo-woo or, or whatever, it's just lack of understanding. It's just not truly being able to see what it means. A lot of people think that manifestation is creating a picture and putting it on your vision board and then just sitting there and going, okay, universe, provide me with the... 42 foot yacht that I put on my vision board today. Right. No, it's, it's not that it's actually creation. It's creating an idea in your mind and bringing it into the physical form. And so in order to create something new, you have to believe that you have the ability to create something that's never been before. Um, and then you operate on a certain vibration. So everybody's like, well, what does that mean? Vibration? Well, we're just vibrational beings. We're, we're literally Uh, always, always moving. And so the vibration that you move at is going to be what you bring forth into your life. So people think that um, law of attraction is simply thinking positively and you will get rich. No, it's quite a bit more than that. Um, But it's the vibration that you're, uh, the frequency of vibration you're operating at is what you will bring forth. So if you are uh, operating on the frequency of lack and limitation, you feel like you never have enough of anything, that is what you attract more of into your life. One simple example. Mm-hmm. But it, it requires action. A huge misconception is that it doesn't require action. It certainly does. I still move my body towards my goals every day. But the difference is, is that I let the attraction forces do their work as well. So I'm not doing this with hustle and grind. I do this with ease and flow and living a life of satisfaction. Because who wants to hustle and grind and get to the end and be exhausted? Okay, have all the money, but I never get a chance to do anything with it. So we want to live a passion-fueled life yeah. um, while being fulfilled and enjoying it as we go along. I think that's so a good point because my husband and I were just having this conversation before because... Um, just anything that I've ever achieved in life, like previously, like, like my, my former life, I guess, but like, it's always what you said. It's always 
work, grind, work, grind. Like I would do anything to run through that wall and I would bust through that wall. And then it's like, now I got to do it again. If I want to like keep growing and it gets exhausting where that ease and flow, I feel like is more. Yeah, and you don't have to do it alone. Like there, there is this formless substance. There's this power all around us, the infinite intelligence that you can actually work with. And you can really, really change the way your consciousness operates so that you start attracting things to you. So I'll give you one simple example. So when I first started in this material, one of the things that I really have people do is dream big. If you could have anything you want in your life, what would you have? And so it's this fun little exercise, no pressure. We're not going to set these goals. And if you don't hit them, it's the end of the world, but we're just going to dream. And so I I wrote down, uh, I had never considered this or thought about it before. I wrote down, I'd love to be a best-selling author. Like, that'd be cool. And so the next day, literally received a message from somebody saying, hey, I'm doing an author project and I'd love you to, uh, to write a chapter in it. Are you interested? And I was like, huh. So I'm thinking about being an author and then somebody's looking for somebody to co-author and they just so happen to think about me. It's because I was operating on the frequency. I was sending out thought energy about yeah. being an author and they felt it. I truly believe that she felt it. And so she reached out to me. And so I wrote my first chapter in that book. And then that was in, uh, I think that was in November and it became a bestseller in February. So would you say, this is great. So I'm, I'm getting some questions. <laughs> so, so would you say that, cause I think a lot of people have goals, whatever, but maybe they don't really believe it. So it, like you're saying, you're saying, I want to be a best author someday, but you truly felt that and believed that and put that out there versus someone that's just like, do you know what I mean? Like everybody probably says, oh, I want to be rich. I want to do this. But that belief there that sends that energy in that way. Yeah, exactly. So that's the difference. So that's what I meant by like, it's this fun energy. Like, what would you love? Yeah. So usually what we, what we do, this is traditionally what me and my husband would do. Okay. We're in a car. We're driving down a country road. Let's have some fun. Let's talk about what we would do if we won the lottery. So we talk about, okay, 30 mil. What would we do with it? We buy this house here, this house there. We go here. We donate this much. I buy my parents a house. I do all of these things. Mm -hmm. So we're entering into the creative plane. We're going into the imagination, but immediately it's like, okay, enough about that. It's never going to happen. The likelihood is slim to none. We don't even buy lottery tickets. So Mm -hmm. it's just, so it's this futile, just waste of using your imagination because you never even allow yourself to become emotionally involved with the idea. And you're immediately saying, well, it's not possible for me. So you're not sending out that energy. You're actually sending out the opposite of, I'll never have that. I'll never achieve that. So when I did this exercise, so this would have been just over 18 months ago, the first time I did this, I actually sat down and it was like, okay, I'm going to write out not what I think I can do, but what I would love to do. Like, what would life be like if it could be how I would absolutely love it to be? And the really interesting thing is because I actually entertained these ideas, and then I started raising my belief. I have all of it now, literally all of it in my life in this moment, probably even past what I thought I would, but it's because I started to raise my belief in me. So instead of feeling like it was never possible, I started to say, well, what if it is? And, you know, start looking for evidence around you of all the people that are doing what you want and all the reasons why it's possible for you too, instead of the opposite. Instead of thinking somebody else is special or they 
knew the right people or they were lucky or they came in at the right time. It's never about that. Yeah, the most yeah. successful people in the world believed in themselves and what they were capable of and went for it. And I Absolutely. would imagine at some point along the line, having human moments that there's a little bit of doubt that creeps in every now and then. So you got to have your strategies in place to how to squash that thought. Oh yeah. I have, I think there's actually a chapter in my book I call managing doubt. My full-time job literally is to manage doubt. Like (laughs) I cannot let the doubt come in because I know as soon as I'm doubting myself, my vibration goes down my belief in me starts to go down and then I stop building the life that I want. And I go back to building a life that I think I can have. And so I'm always making sure that I'm paying attention to my reactions in life. I'm paying attention to my level of belief and that doubt, it always comes up. So so I think people think now I'm like invisible, invincible to it. No, it always comes up. There's always going to be those thoughts. It's just about what do you do with them? So I just tell them where to go and I replace it with a new one. I love that. And, and, you know, one of the biggest things that you had uh, mentioned is action. And, and so I think for, for many, when we kind of get into this new uh, growth aspect of where we're stepping into that more, we think that, okay, well, all the stuff I have to do, all these things, right. But it's more of just being in allowing yourself to be open and receiving. And so that is the action as in the individual would have to be more present, more aware, more in tune with their vibrations, their manifestation, their, you know, conquering the fears and the doubts versus, okay, I have to manually do all these X, Y, and Z things all by myself. And so you feel like you're just adding more things to your plate. And I I think sometimes maybe that can seem a little bit overwhelming for somebody who is newer into this and feel like, okay, well, I just thought, you know, I dreamt this big dream, but look at all the things I have to do. And then it like squashes it. Right. So how do we really like own that power and conquer that and really step into this dream without worrying so much about the everyday overwhelm and overloaded plates that we're carrying, right? So I refer to this new way of seeing the world as um, dual forces. This is what I I call it because it just, it makes sense to me. But so before I got into this material, I was one force. I was me moving my body towards my goals. So I would go and apply for the job. I would do all of the work reaching out in my network marketing business and I would, you know, complete my degree and get it done. So it was one force, me moving towards my goal. But now I know that there's dual forces. There's me moving towards the goal, but there's the powers of attraction that I'm pulling the goal towards me. So instead of running towards the finish line, the finish line is coming towards me at the same time. And so that's how I've allowed myself to leap forward. And so what I call this, and, and many people may know Thomas Girard, he's a, he's a very, very famous author in The Power of the Mind. He talks about being in the spiritual and being in the mechanical. So when you're in the mechanical of life, you are literally spending your day doing the do's, the masculine energy, the ticking the, the things off the to-do list. But we need to be in the spiritual first. So this is the feminine energy. This is creation. The subconscious mind is the womb of creation. It's where the feminine energy is. 
So when we tap into our source, our creator, when we tap in to spirit and we understand that we are not alone, that we have this force that can help us, we then, the mechanical action then is 10 times more powerful. It's 10 times stronger because we're in the spirit as we do the mechanical. So mechanical alone is hustle and grind. It's exhausting. It's tiring. I don't want anything to do with it. So now, now my clients, everybody who works with me, we all start our day meditation and visualization. We start our day connecting to spirit so that everything that we do is inspired action in spirit versus just mechanical action. So, so, I spent so a lot good. of life mechanical. <laughs> yes, I, I did too until I was 30 years old. Yes. And, and finding that balance, you know, and, and, and sometimes there's, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there is a time where we do need to be in the mechanical and maybe more so in the spiritual versus always feeling like, okay, if we're not hitting the 50, 50, then we're not really making the progress. So there's moments that we have to be in both, but yet finding that flow and that balance within and allowing yourself to, again, continue stepping forward and being open and seeing this. And now you're filling your evidence bucket of all the proof that your dreams are really becoming a reality, right? Yeah. So versus if we're always in that mechanical do, 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 we can't see the, the forest amongst the trees because we're so deep in what we're doing that we're missing everything that's trying to come to us. It really, it really isn't the effortless way. It is the full effort way. And so I always say what makes me different, and I truly do believe this, is that um, I don't just teach peak performance. I teach spirituality meets peak performance. So how you can still be a high achiever, but still be connected spiritually and really, really be in tune with who you really are. We live on three planes. We operate on three planes, physical plane plane, which is our body, the intellectual plane, which is our mind and the spiritual plane, which is spirit, source, God, creator, whoever, universe, whatever you want to, whatever terminology that you want to use. And so when you're actually operating on all three of those planes is when you live a truly fulfilled life where you're not talking about the stress and the overwhelm, where you're talking about, you know, the love, the passion, the gratitude, the joy, the purpose in life. And so that's what I teach people to do is to live on all three planes. And I love that. And like you said, it's, it almost brings like this whole, whole concept to fruition. And you have this harmonious balance within that really you, again, co-creating with your creator. And that's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So I do want to take like a little bit of a step back. And, and I want to know, like when you first started out with this business, how, you know, how did you really have that confidence to say, you know what, this is, I, I'm, I'm feeling super called to this dream and I'm called to lead women and I really want this to happen. Now, how, what, what action steps at that point were really getting this business off the ground and really getting that power and that momentum behind you and start seeing the ripple effect, right? You're starting to see women come to you and the uh, transformation and change and everything that you're doing that really filled and built that confidence within and said, this is what I'm meant to do. So good. So honestly, for me, it was spending 30 days on my self-image. And so, you know, we have this idea of who we are and it's the image that we hold in our subconscious mind. So it's not like the self that you portray outward, but it's that secret self. It's really how you feel about you. And so I knew I had to really do some work on there because I could post to social media and I'm confident and post these beautiful photos. But deep inside, I was like, eh, who do you think you are? Like, you're an imposter. Like, what are you doing? So I had to work on that first. And so I spent 30 days literally like 
deciding like, who do I want to be? And the version of me that's achieving all the success that I want, how does she show up? Like, how does she really think? How does she feel? How does she behave? And so I mapped that out. I created a new self-image. Then it was like, Kathleen is a millionaire. Like, that's what I literally put on the, the top of the page. Like, what does Kathleen as a millionaire think of herself? Well, she doesn't think what she thinks today. That's for sure. So I created that and I started auto-suggesting it. So I started listening to it. I recorded myself saying it in I am statements. And I listened to it every single day for at least eight minutes. So usually it was a walk or when I'm doing my hair or whatever else. So when I launched my business then, I launched my business as the new version of Kathleen. Like, and I think this is where a lot of people fall short is that they launch their business, but they haven't addressed limiting beliefs. So when they launch their business, they're launching in a lower vibrational state. They're launching with the secret self leading the show. And so you launch and you're like, oh, well, I hope people enroll in my program. Oh, I hope people like this. No, no. When I launched my business in January, I was like, okay, let's go. I have something incredible to offer. Uh, I'm only going to be enrolling 10 people. And this is the cheapest price you're ever going to get from my coaching ever again. That was a different energy. That was confidence. That was power. And so what happened? I acted as if success was guaranteed. I had confidence and faith in knowing. And so my very, very first month, I enrolled nine clients into a high ticket program. And so that set the tone. Mm -hmm. And then I continue to do this now. So once I became a millionaire, I was like, okay, well, I got to change my self-image because I can't really be thinking like this. So, you know, I just spent the weekend here working on my billionaire self-image. And so now I follow other female billionaires and I'm entering into that uh, frequency of vibration of what that energy is like. And so if I'm going to get there, I know I have to become it first. You know, if you want to do something, you first have to be someone. And so this is where the priority is. Always. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so much power and so much nuggets right there because it, it, and it is so important to know that when you put out what you want, you show up as the woman that you expect to be. Right. So we can't, like you said, you can't just put it out and be like, well, I hope. And if they don't, well, I got to go back to the drawing board, but it's really stepping in and saying this, I know without a shadow of a doubt, I'm, I'm called qualified and capable of serving at this level because I am and that's your power statement. And so when you did, how, how soon did you like start to see that result and start to feel like, oh, wow, this is, this is working. And you've just really up-leveled your confidence. Yeah. It first showed up in the other business first, because I, before I launched the coaching business, I still had my network marketing business. And, you know, it used to be where I would really struggle to get people to join my business. It would be like five to six people would join my team in a month. And I thought that was good. Like I was like recognized as one of the top recruiters on the team. Then, then I started working on my self-image and I had people reaching out and they were like, Hey girl, I want to join your team. And I'm like, huh? So I don't need to like message you and try to convince you to watch a video and, you know, really try to help push you over the ledge. Like you're just ready to go. And they're like, yeah, because you, you're, you just seem so strong and powerful. Like I wouldn't want to join anybody else. And so by changing my energy, I started bringing more into my life. So then I was recruiting 30 people a month into my business. My business literally like doubled and then tripled. And then I started attracting different business opportunities and partnerships with people and was winning giveaways. And so by the time I got to the point where, and I almost didn't do it, but I got to the point where I knew I wanted to do this. I was going to reinvest in myself in the program. 
And I almost said, well, I'll wait till the new year. I'll wait till January to invest. And then I thought to myself, okay, what, which Kathleen does that? Which version? This new powerful millionaire one or like an older version? I was like, wait a minute, an older version. So I invested in myself the end of November. I took the entire month of December to work on my new coach identity, who I am at that end result. And then new year came and I was like, okay, let's go. And so I just went into it like full throttle and I made a million, I did a million dollars in the first seven months. So I hit a million dollars in revenue by July 1st. Well, that doesn't Uh, suck. (laughs) No, but she she already, it's like you saw this, right? Because you knew that there was no other version of you. You had to leave that old version behind to step into your new one. And in, you know, having that comfort and complacency is sometimes you know, it's like the the crutch because it's like, okay, well, I know what to expect, but yet the unknown could also seem so scary, but facing that head on with that certainty and seeing yourself visually seeing yourself outperform anything that you had written down or manifested, you know, it's, it's unreal. So just out of curiosity, when you start showing up as that, the up-leveled version of you, did you actually blow your mind on what you thought was limited then? Like, did you out, out limit that one? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's this continuous thing now. So it's, I, I, I've called it the ladder of belief because many people really, really struggle with going from seeing yourself as a woman making a hundred thousand dollars a year to being a billionaire, like to just switch your belief like that. That's not how it happened. It was a ladder of belief that I continue to grow and shift. And so just making the smaller, like whatever you can start to believe the smaller it is to start climbing that ladder because then you slowly get to a place where you know you couldn't imagine making ten thousand dollars a month and then in one day you're like you know I think I can do ten thousand yeah 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 ten thousand feels small so then you make it twenty the twenty seems crazy and unrealistic and then one day because you're auto suggesting the twenty because you're telling yourself you're worthy of twenty thousand you're capable next thing you know you're like you know what I can do twenty And guess what's happening? Your income is growing as your belief is growing. Your income is growing because it's all interconnected. Like law of cause and effect, every single effect in your world, good and bad, is the cause of your own consciousness. And so we can't change what's going on around us always, but we can certainly change what's going on within us. Right. And and I'm sure that that is what you cover in your program as well, right? That's what I was going to lead into because I, I know, I mean, we're, we're over here like on edge, right? Like we're, those can't see us, you know, we're over here leaning in, listening, just <laughs> taking notes. And so I want our listeners to kind of see this, like what happens once somebody signs up to work with you? Kind of just give us a snippet of what that would look like. Yeah. So one of the foundational programs that I still really believe is, is very, very powerful for people to go through uh, is a six month program um, through Bob. But um, what it does is it creates an awakening or a rebirth. So, you know, we have years and years of patterns and programs that become the automatic process. They become the habits where it's, whether it's habitual thinking, habitual feeling and habitual behavior. And so that is going to continue to perpetuate and you're going to likely remain the same. So I actually help move people through a process, a roadmap, so to speak, of literally reprogramming all of that. So it's called an awakening or a rebirth in my language because I believe that's what happened to me. It's, and it's simply because I reprogrammed everything. And so I allowed myself to become my most divine version. 
and so that is definitely the first one. But then, of course, now I have all kinds of other programs where people expand even past it. And I have clients that are now highly, highly successful coaches themselves. Um, and then others that have other incredible businesses. One yesterday just bought her second home, her vacation property in Costa Rica, nearly wow. million dollar vacation property in Costa Rica. And it's because she chose to change the way she sees herself. I was just there to help her do it. But, it, you know, it's never from me. It's through me. I truly believe that. So anybody who is interested in this sort of thing wants to literally change the course of their life. We have lots of ways to help. That's for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and we're, of course, we're going to include all of that in the show notes as well. But, you know, just just having that woman say, yes, this is, I could see this and I could see it's possible. And, but maybe they're just concerned about the how, right? So you kind of get stuck in that messy middle. You're just like, okay, well, I see that, but yet here's reality. Like what, how do I get there? And so kind of giving somebody a little bit of, you know, to kind of squash a little bit of that self-doubt, what would you say to that woman when they're possibly, you know, looking at this gap and it's this big gap from where they're currently at to where they want to be? How do you tell them to be comfortable, I guess, in that, in that, pursuit right in that how but not like a you know it's going to be scary but I, I hope I'm asking it right so yeah. yeah no I think perception is really powerful so when you're standing at the bottom of the mountain and you're looking up at the top you can choose to perceive it as like a crazy trek of a journey and it's going to be hard it's going to be exhausting you believe you can get there you're willing to at least try or you can look at the bottom of the mountain and you can say I wonder if I can find a helicopter and get to the top because that's how, that's how I think I did it. I was like, you know what? I don't want to see this as some crazy long journey that's going to be exhausting. I want to figure out a way how I can get up there faster, enjoy the ride, um, and then just stay up there. So maybe it's not hiring a helicopter, but there's other ways. That's what I feel. I feel like I just leaped up the mountain. And, and I had to truly, truly believe that it wasn't this arduous, crazy thing. And that if anybody else had achieved it, that was just evidence for me that I could too. And so I had this one woman that I, I, I heard one day that she built a multi-million dollar business in, in a year. And I thought, all right, so that's what I'm going to do. And I just made sure that I like kept the doubt of that out of my mind. There's nothing different about me. Like that, that's the beautiful thing. It's like, there is nothing different about me than anyone else. I have the same computer in my mind. I have the same physical body that anybody else has and anybody else can do this. What if, why was I able to do it? Because I actually applied what I learned. Right. And so a lot of people learn a lot of this stuff. They put it all in their conscious mind. They forget about it and they don't be it. So I, I be this material. I live according to this now. Um, and that's the difference. Right. And I think that, like you said, it all comes down to how we perceive and receive ourselves from a place of value. Um, you know, so if we believe that, believe in ourselves, that it is possible that you are deserving, that you are worthy, that you are capable, that this dream was placed on your heart for a reason. And that really coming full circle says, you know what, if I believe it, then I can achieve it. And so I, I'm, I'm sure that that, that little mantra has been said numerous times, correct? Like, believe it, oh. I can achieve it. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, the other thing um, that that is a beautiful anchor for me too, is just always feeling like I do have a purpose outside of me, that there is a greater reason for why I'm here. Um, and so when I started to think that way, like, really, like, maybe I am supposed to do this, like, 
maybe this is a calling and, you know, I was chosen, not I chose it, but I was chosen. That energy switched things for me. It's an obligation. It's a responsibility that I have now. And so I can't let anybody down. I can't, I can't be the chosen one and, and fail at it. So uh, it's totally different energy. Wow. So much power in all of this, you know, just everything that you've been sharing. And, you know, since you've, you've accomplished the success in, in what, you know, many people call a very short time, right? I mean, 18 months. Wow. So overcoming those hurdles to really get to where you want, where you are with your business, uh, where you are personally, and then I'm sure it has strengthened your relationships as well. So what do you do for fun now that the creation aspect was like a fun, you know, play of personal and business side? What do you do with your, your time now and just finding that joy and fun and living in those moments all the time? Oh, it's so interesting because when your passion, what you do for a living becomes such a powerful part of your life, um, it's so much fun. I love to do it. So it doesn't feel like work at all. If somebody ever says, oh, she's working, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just doing what I love to do. Like, I, I don't feel as like it's work at all. But I have this beautiful passion for the water. So now that summer is here, I'm off quarantine today. So <laughs> I'm living in Florida. I've been on quarantine for two weeks. So I'm off quarantine today. So we're going out on our boat on the water. So that brings me so much joy. Absolutely love to travel the world. You know, this billionaire version doesn't live in one place. She's all over the world. So I know that's coming soon. And you know what I think is so fun? Going to the spa. <laughs> there is yeah. fun than going to the spa. So you can find me at the spa. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. This sounds like so much fun. And you know, you're so right. When you, when you live with passion and purpose, it, it is fun because you're constantly co-creating and doing all of the things that you absolutely love in that flowing in those moments. So I absolutely love this. And I just want to thank you for, for just taking the time to share all of your, your wisdom and your nuggets and your journey and everything that you've, you've, you know, shared in this interview is it's going to help other women. And I know this without a doubt, because it's, you know, for somebody who has been on both sides, right? So like you've been there and now you're witnessing your own transformation and you know that it's possible and you're doing this with other women as well. So thank you so much. And is there anything you want to leave our listeners with or just anything that you kind of just want to bring full circle? Yeah, I think the best thing, the best lesson that I've learned this past year and a half was that, you know, I have two young daughters. I don't know if we talked about that. I have a a nine-year-old and an almost seven-year-old. And so for me, I didn't put myself first for a long time. I really gave all my focused energy towards uh, my career and work and the the staff that reported to me and to my family and, and to our home and all that kind of stuff. And so when I really flipped that switch and I gave myself the energy, that's where it changed everything around me because I went inside where real creation happens and I created a different life for my family. And so you know, people see what's happened for me and they see the changes in my life, but my daughters are forever changed. Their future will be completely different than it would have been 18 months ago. And um, I had to do what some feel guilty or shameful for, or feel it feels a little bit wrong, feels a bit selfish to go inside. But honestly, it is the most powerful thing we can do for others when we spend time on ourselves. Oh, yeah, so much. And, and, you know, there's for, for many of us, I think we're looking outside, right? We're looking at the external where everything that we need and desire is found within. 
And we have to look within and we have to connect with that and just really be present within. So, oh my goodness. So for those who want to follow more about your journey and, you know, how to work with you, can you just share some of those tips or um, how people can get in touch with you? What is the best contact? Um, Social media is probably the best place right now. Instagram, I think it's Kathleen Cameron underscore for my girls because you know, there, there has to be this other one. Why? So for my girls is my Instagram and Facebook. I've got a YouTube channel. I got lots of good stuff. That's probably the best place I would say. And I always have free trainings that I do. I really, really want to help people transform both through free and paid programs. There, there is a different thing that happens when you invest in yourself. That's for sure. Uh, But I still offer the paid stuff for those that aren't quite there yet. And the goal is to just help as many people. I attract a lot of women, but I have men clients too to just step into that confidence and create that knowing in themselves to just do whatever it is that you want to do. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you. Absolutely. And of course, we're going to put all of that in the show notes for all of our, for the listeners and just really ways that they can connect and reach out with you and, and just do, you know, live the life that they're called to live, right? You know, step into who you're created to be. So thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.